0: Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today with me I have Steve Reinhard.
1: Hi, Noah. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm love love being here with you.
0: And we have another person with us. It's Terry Kraft. Hey, Noah. How's it going?
1: Very good. Good. Love being here too.
0: Yes, I love having you guys here. I've been with looking me. forward to this for a long time. So. Yeah, yeah. it's been it's great. So go ahead, Steve. Uh, I think I know you want to say a couple things.: Yeah, I'd, you
1: know, first, I'd like to just thank Terry uh, for reaching out to me uh, this last year. Uh, yeah, I've known about you, but I have uh, haven't really known you, and I just like to say thanks. And yeah. I, I was just saying, saying I, have, I cry every day. I'm crying right now because I think of how you've cared for me over this yeah. last year since I've had that diagnosis of cancer and how you and Kay have reached out. I just like to say thanks, and it's so good to be here with you. Yeah, uh, you're feeling, very welcome. Uh, profoundly grateful to have you yeah. in my life.
2: Well, and vice versa. I think you and I are both going through health struggles the same time, and right. my heart thing, and your cancer, and we were kind of you know confiding in each other and you yeah. know, building each other up through
1: just loving each other. I think so. Yeah, I love hearing that. Well, you know, we we had a. It's been a while since we've done a podcast. I think. Yeah, three That's,
0: weeks probably right.
1: More, I think. You think longer, but, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's been really. Uh, we got some interesting feedback uh, mm-hmm. from the last one, and uh, Terry's was part of that. And uh, uh, so, you know, I'd love to hear hear your feedback, positive or negative, or what you had thought of that last one. Yeah, and you know, if we, because neither Noah or I are theological experts, there are probably a lot of errors in it. Um, but we're going to blame Noah for all of them. <laughs> well, he's got he's got broad shoulders, I know.
2: So <laughs> I can see it. So, uh, yeah, no, I uh, thanks, Steve. I yeah, I've been listening to the last few podcasts you guys have done. I think you've done three or four, something like that, in the last four or five months, right? Yeah, I'd say and, so. And you know, I've just kind of I've listened to some of them over and over again. Uh, the last one I've listened to probably 30 or 40 times, I'm not exaggerating, because it was, uh, I found such life in it, uh, I think freedom in it, and, you know, I guess I should go back and say that I was probably the ideal candidate for um, a person to uh, listen to and be instructed by the Biding Life Ministry, because I think I fit into the mold of what uh, Mike's called an unbelieving believer. Um, You know, I believed in my head, but then, you know, getting it from my head to my heart, um, you know, some days I believed it, and, you know, some days I really struggled with doubt. I think being a thinker was, you know, part of that, too. Um, But, so that's been, you know, a lot of of times my prayer has been, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. You know, the, the scripture about the... Uh, the man whose daughter was ill and and he he wanted to believe. It's just mm-hmm. like it was hard for him. And some people just give it to God. You know, I think for a thinker, that's sometimes fairly difficult. Um, so uh, this whole idea of freedom for me, uh, you know, that God delivers his people, that he, uh, he frees us from the bondage, you know, that we're in. And I, I think the... Bondage, for me, and I think for most people, you know, the sin that's in our life, it holds us in bondage. And we all know that Jesus, you know, came to earth, lived with us, died for us as a sacrifice for our sins. And then we are forgiven, right? But then the the living in that freedom and living in that recognition that we are forgiven while at the same time we continue to have sin in our life, I think is, Mm -hmm. is difficult. I'm kind of like a, you know, black and white, all or nothing guy. So it's like, well, if I'm forgiven and I'm still sinning, what's up with that? How, how can I really be forgiven if I'm still walking in this, in this sin? And I hate it, uh, but I do. And I think, Everyone uh, is still walking in sin to some degree in their lives. So I say all that to bring me to the podcast that you and Noah uh, were discussing. Can Jesus, I think the name of it was, can Jesus walk with me in my sin or something like that. Yeah, Jesus walks with like me that. in my sin. And when Noah was saying how he does, he is actually walking with us. He, We don't have to get clean first before you know he uh, walks with us that he knows us too well he knows we're going to sin he knows we live in the flesh too much of the time and you know like I think no or Steve you ask him uh, something to the effect that well you know does God want us to not think about our sin or something to that effect and he said yes I don't think God must drive God crazy that we're that he has sent his son, and yet we're continuing to focus on that sin. We're continuing to focus on what we've already been forgiven for. And uh, something when he said that just kind of snapped in me, and it was like, whoa, you know, why am I still worrying that I still struggle with this or that? If I put my mind on Christ, you know, he he has forgiven me. How, my my feelings and my thoughts and my emotions are going to be lying to me, mm-hmm. and Satan is going to be telling me, no, he hasn't forgiven you. Right. Will you still be doing this? Why are you Why are you still doing this if he's forgiven you? So it was like a pretty revelatory moment, uh, you know, and I love it when God kind of does that. And so that I wrote to you guys and said I was really, uh, I, I was blown away by it, uh, by the podcast and how God used that podcast to speak to me personally. And I've got to believe he's, he's spoken to other people personally, too, uh, you know, just to to be give us that freedom you know we are free Mm -hmm. realize it recognize it walk in it you're forgiven quit going back and redoing something that i've already taken care of Um, you think at 64 years of of age i would you know be past that but no i think something i'll struggle with till the day i die
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why i like this is like we're all in a process we're all in a process to get to know God even more, even deeper, to know that relationship even more with him. So it is, it's just all a process. And like you being 64, I'm 40. I'm still learning it. You're still learning it. I know for a fact I'll still be learning it when I'm 80, if I make it to that far. Right. And I love it. I love the process. Right. I've just constantly seen him in everything. Right. And relationship.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I really like what you Noah, uh what you're saying there that you really love the process of seeing him in everything and and then and that is really about a relationship, mm-hmm. right with him. Right. Um and cuz uh, he's really trying to break
0: have me break those walls down cuz I have so many walls buried, you know, built up to try to keep him at a distance. Mm. But I'm starting to Brick by brick, bring those walls yeah. down and let him in a little bit more. Even though he's been there the whole time, but you know what I mean. It's just, in my head, it's, okay, God. All right. I get, <laughs> I get what you're doing here. Let me break. Let me put another brick down.
1: I think that what you said there is really important. on uh, Two things, that he's been there all the time. Uh, but in your head, you're tearing the walls down. Yeah. Uh, because in your head is where the wall's built. Yes. So, you know, it's not like in... For all of us, that uh, uh, you know, it's it's not like there's a physical wall or uh, even you know a spiritual wall. I think it's like uh, Terry mentioned that's part of the deception yeah. that there actually is a wall
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that when that wall actually separates me from him. Yes, uh, and so I must. You know, so I tell myself I must tear that wall down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when, when in fact, if I, and I really like the words you use, Terry, there about freedom. You said we are free. Uh, we can recognize it. We yeah. can walk in it. And then I missed the other thing you said, but I'm going to say we can enjoy it. Yeah, we can experience yeah. it. So we are. We already are free. We can. We can uh, recognize that freedom is number one. I think for me. Right. And then, so so maybe we could talk a little bit more about that. You you, you really said a lot of really important things, um, and I just I, I just want to you know re- reiterate um, a couple of those things that you said that God frees us from the bondage that we're in in sin, and uh, Christ has come and done everything we need right. to be forgiven and set free. I mean, the Galatians five tells us that is for freedom that Christ that it's for freedom that Jesus right. came right. Right, uh, absolutely. So it's for so it's for freedom, um, and, uh, and so I'd love to hear more about what you guys think about that freedom, and what that looks like in our everyday life, and and maybe sometimes when and when uh, we're experiencing not freedom or bondage, what that looks like, and then maybe how we can, maybe how we move back and forth, because mm-hmm. I I definitely move back and forth every day, yeah. So well. I got something to
0: say on the freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, that last podcast I talked about um, the homosexuality thing just kind of, I think I use the word just, it's kind of just always present or being in me or whatever, a temptation. You know, I, I'm terrible with words, so I kind of, you know, I say one word and I think it means everything. So, you know, it's probably more of a temptation for my flesh, for my sin life that once it looks so good to me. So I talked about that and saying, okay, I know it's going to be present probably the rest of my life, and I was okay with that. So after I did that podcast, I said, okay, now I'm going to really, really start focusing on Christ with this. Anytime that temptation comes into my head, I'm going to Christ. I want to see if this works and really see if if it starts falling off of me. And so, because... I'm telling you for years and years and years and years I fought with it I fought with that temptation I constantly would fight it fight it fight it well that was my focus right so of course I'm gonna fight with it it's always there I'm always choosing it so I started thinking okay well I'm gonna constantly choose. whenever I think of the temptation of that I'm going straight to God and see what happens with that and I did so however long it's been now probably what a month since we did the last podcast, it is, it feels like to me it is starting to fall away. And maybe it won't fall away fully because it does help me go to God every day. But now when I'm going to it, I'm just like, hey, God, what's up? What's going on today? My focus instantly changes and goes to that. And I was telling my wife the other day, I said, man, I've been waking up a couple days now, waking up and not thinking of it right away. Mm Mm-hmm. And what a difference that is. And I can already feel inside me something changing. Right. So I don't just talk about stuff and then say, oh, go ahead and try that. Hopefully it works. Right. You know, I say things and then really try to do it and see if it works. And so far it's working for me. And not saying it's going to go away. Yeah. There's no promise there it's going to go away. It reminds me what, you know, your
2: dad used to say about, God has never delivered me from a sin that I've had, you know, my eyes on that I've been focusing Mm -hmm. on it. And I think too, like what has your mind has you. And you know, that's something that it's not pure psychology. It's just how God built us, how he made us. Right. And I think it's, we talked at lunch a little bit about this, how not only in our spiritual life, but on our other life, like I've had issues with, you know, like insomnia, sleeping Mm -hmm. issues, and it's kind of how do I get over this? How do I get over You know, constantly I go see a counselor and it's like, how do I get over this? And she basically said, well, just, you know, quit quit worrying about it, quit thinking about it, you know, obsessing mm-hmm. on it. And that's easier said than done for a thinker, but. Absolutely. It, over time, I, okay, well, screw it. I'm not going to yeah be thinking about it, worrying about it, and just live my life. And. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, I'm doing better now because I just, it's not my constant focus. I've got focused on the things uh, we need, I need to do yeah. uh, that are important. And and I think the same thing, you know, with uh, when we put our mind on our sin, guess what? That's going to be, that's where we're going to stay at. Right, uh, yeah. When we get our mind on him, uh, the whole emphasis
0: changes. Yeah, I agree. Steve, what do you think of that?
1: Um... Well, I, can I back up just a little bit and ask you um, what you know? What it means? A couple, couple of questions. So, mm-hmm. th- so I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm just trying to get into the mind of uh, folks that might be listening to this. And so, uh, you said something like this or that. You know, homosexuality has been a temptation, um, you know, for a lot of your life. Yes, and that. Uh, uh, you decided after our last podcast or sometime I don't know or maybe several times I don't know that anytime that temptation comes you're going to focus on Christ. Mm-hmm. So so for me and I, and I don't and I don't mean to be like disrespectful or um but I but I'd like to like translate that into from ch- from Christian Christianese to like what that mean. So like if I'm going to so say I'm tempted to what Whatever my temptation is, flip off the guy that cut me off driving over here. Uh, yeah. um, what's focus on Christ look like?
0: Well, for me at least it's to focus on Christ for me, it's just to start talking to him just i even and honestly, I even talk to him about the homosexual stuff. Sure, I talk to him about it all. I talk about the kids, I talk about myself. I just start talking to him. That is basically my way of focusing on him. Yeah. I don't listen to Christian music. I don't listen to sermons or anything like that. I'm honestly just going straight to him and talking to Him. Just bringing it to the light? Just bring it to the light, yeah.
1: Okay, I just I just wanted to clar- clarify that because we say, you know, we f- say focus on Christ. It sounds really no, I'm good. I'm glad you did. But I'm not exactly sure what that means to everybody because it probably means something different to every one of so, us. So, Terry, if you were to answer that question for you, what, was, what does focus on Christ mean to you? Well,
2: again, I mean, I think you have to be reminded several times during the day, you know, am I living for me or am I living, you know, for Him? And just going back to, okay, Jesus, I know that, you know, I want to be, I want to be close to you. I want, I want your life. I want, uh, I won't say that I go into a prayer, uh, you know, every time I don't start necessarily praying, but I, it just opens up to me the fact that I need to be, uh, I'm a Christ follower. And, you know, if I'm focused on this other thing, how does that reflect, uh, on my standing as a Christ follower? So, yeah. Not sure that answers your question at all, but, uh, you know, just getting my focus, my mind, you know, back on, back on who he is and what he's done.
1: So, so to, to so to focus on who he is and what he does, has done, do you like remind yourself of, you know, that like he's come, he's forgiven you, he's right. wants to be with you, he loves you, he he cares about you, he's, in every moment of your life he never turns his back on you those kind of things absolutely
2: yeah i mean i yeah absolutely i think that that's you know what's his voice like versus you know the voice of the evil one is uh is a stark contrast there uh, he, he is lifting us up he is calming he is peace he is you know and i think one of the you know the freedom thing to me again i go back to that because that's been one of the you know, major, uh, things in my walk with the Lord is if I'm not walking in freedom, I'm pretty sure I'm not walking with him. I'm pretty sure I'm walking somewhere else. Um, uh, if, yeah. if my spirit is, you know, feeling, uh, this, you know, like oppression or, you know, uh, bondage, then I know that I'm, I'm not walking. He's, he doesn't give that to us. He doesn't, he's not a God of bondage. He's a God of freedom and uh yeah
1: not easy all the time but it's great so um how how you know like i like i like to um do some role playing here with you is that okay no okay so be, just just because i like what you're saying and and i'd like to um be that sneaky little voice in your head because uh, because of what you said you want what's... He, you want to listen to his voice uh that's lifting us up and calming and uh peace gives us peace uh and then you said but in uh, in freedom, but you're not always walking in freedom and I find these things there's really good cool spiritual exercises that can help us gain traction um in a, in a, actually walking with the Lord in a moment by moment basis to be able to do this with each other. And, and then, uh, uh, and I'm going to be writing down the things we say just because I can't ever remember anything anymore. (laughs) Uh, so, so you see me taking these notes here. It's not because everything we're saying is so important. It's just like, I want to be able to remember what the heck's going on. You're a good note taker. You got about three pages already. Yeah, I do. It's, you guys are like, you guys talk a lot. I didn't Uh, know we had that much to say. (laughs) Yeah, no, then it's important. So, 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 uh, so, so Terry, you know, I'm Uh, You know, I'm that, I don't know what you want to call me, but I'm that voice in the back of your head that sounds just like you, but maybe not be you, or maybe it is you. I don't, I don't know. But, you know, you're, you know, you say he's not a god of bondage, but I'm pretty sure you're in bondage. You're pretty sure I'm in bondage? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure I am too, a lot of times. So, uh, you know, just to follow up on that, so... How, so if you're in bondage, then he really is—he's a god of bondage, not a god of freedom. Yeah, well, I think it's
2: again. I think going back to what Noah was talking about—the where you know where is our focus, and where you know where is the reality? You know, our, our reality is that you know Christ has died to relieve us, to forgive us of our sins, and I think much of this life we are still. Somehow, dredging that back up again. And we kind of like fool ourselves into thinking that we're not forgiven. Or we don't really, you know, we don't really totally believe that we are forgiven. And I think when we don't feel forgiven, I think that results in a feeling of this bondage. Uh, So I think, yeah, I believe a lot of it has to do with not our actual position but where we perceive our position is and while we know on one hand we are forgiven on the other hand we know that we're just uh, we regress and we allow the world to we fall into the world's ways we fall into our own you know our own bad habits uh, and that that produces that bondage that we feel and to take us out of it it's a short step to just recognize, okay, God, I know, and that was like that moment when I heard that podcast. It was that, it was that, is that moment I realized, ah, I am free. I am, I am forgiven of this, though I'm still walking in this sin. I'm done for forgiven, and that was a moment of freedom for me, uh, escape from that bondage. So, to answer your question, I guess I'd say that there's two different things: being in bondage versus how we really, what our deceptive feelings are. Um, And I want to get back to the truth. And Jesus is the truth. I am the way, the
1: truth, and the life. So he is the truth. Yes. So to jump back into the role play, uh, you know, you, that sounds really good that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But, you know, you still sin. So how can you be, how can you, how can you be forgiven? You still sin. Mm-hmm. A- and I really think you ought to be looking at your sins more. You know, you really ought to be more careful about your sins and try and stop sinning. <laughs> and and on top of that, I'm judging you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. Uh,
2: well, you know, I go Romans 5, 8. God demonstrated his own love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Um, so and I said earlier that I think we were sinners we are yet sinners, for whatever reason God loves us enough to say, um, "I'm forgiving you of your sins through through my son's sacrifice." so so they make any sense at all? <laughs> yes yeah, it made a lot of sense <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I like that a lot, uh, because you know you said some really important things there that we can we can focus on our sins or we can focus on forgiveness or you know and I and I've and I've you know I'm not sure I don't have I definitely don't have the answer to these things but I do I do like that we're free we're set free and and we're free to be able to walk in that freedom Uh, and and like we talked about in that last podcast to be able to and the question was something like this was like, so, and so I'll ask you again, no, because I think it's an, it's an important thing to clarify and talk about is, um, you know, you've, you've struggled with being tempted in homosexuality and probably a thousand other things, other things, other, other things your whole life. Yeah. Um, and you say that Jesus was forgiven you from, for him and he's done everything and it's finished, right? Correct. And so if it's finished, then can you then get why to why am I focusing on it? Why are you focusing on it? And maybe does he want you to get to a place where you don't focus on it and don't care?
0: Yeah, I would like to think he he wants me to get to that spot where, because we're going to sin. None of us are going to be like Jesus. He never sinned. We all sin, right? I'm saying that. We will always sin. And that's what I think that last podcast I was talking about was. But God has taken care of that. God hates sin so much, he gave his own son up. I mean, what else do you say to that? I mean, that's how much he hates sin. So he took care of it. But now we're on the other side. Okay, now let's just focus on it the whole time. Well, okay. Kind of feels like you're beating a dead horse then, doesn't it? You're just like, okay, well... I guess I'll now just focus on sin and, okay, if I, at night, I got to sit there and make sure I remember all my sins. And, and you know, like this weekend, I I have Shay read me the Bible every once in a while just to get my Bible (laughs) fixed. And, you know, I always think of like big sins, you know, these bigger sins. And they stick out more in my brain. And, you know, she said, oh, it's a sin to be in debt. And I was like, well, I've been sinning. I sin every day then for that. I'm in debt nonstop. And I've never asked for forgiveness for that.
1: You'll probably go to hell. Yeah.
0: I'm just thinking. Exactly. I'm sure you are. <laughs> I bet you're hoping. <laughs> no, I'm not hoping. But I'm I'm worried for you now. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I think God made it. I think he made it so hard where we have no choice but to accept Christ in this. hmm." I mean, there's no way we can follow all that. There's no way we can not sin. It's impossible. Mm. And he made it so easy. Accept Christ. And it's done. So, Steve, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. So,
2: are when you're asking this, why... I think you're asking, in a roundabout way, why do we spend so much time focusing on our sin? Would you... Why is that important that we're focusing on our sin?
1: Mm, well, I think um, this is going to sound really strange. And, and if you, one of our, few of our podcasts back, you know, I've kind of changed my perspective in the last few years. So why was it, impor- why is it important? So I, let me, can I ask you just a few questions sure. Do you feel guilty when you're sin? Yeah. This so this will be the answer to my question. And so if I, if, so you feel guilty when you said, if I were to say to you, um, well what what does that say about you that's really awesome and cool your guilt yeah that feeling of guilty mm-hmm. can you think of anything
2: well that I recognize sin as a is a uh, it's
1: god i'm sinning against him I'm sinning against an almighty god i'm so so would that would that mean that you really care about him yeah yeah so and would that mean that in fact you really love him yep So is that a good thing to love God? Absolutely. And, um, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of, um, shows what a humble guy you are, that you would actually acknowledge that you sinned. Yeah. I'm starting to feel a little guilty about being so (laughs) (laughs) reverent. So, (laughs) yeah, I know. But, but doesn't it, doesn't it show some humility that you would, you would acknowledge, I I sinned. So you kind of, so it's kind of a spiritual quality. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 Right. So if you're, and then if you're feeling guilty, uh, maybe, m- maybe it also say say you snapped at K or something, and then you're feeling a little guilty afterwards. I I would never do that of course to not. my wife, or you know, snap at anybody or look down on anybody. But you might, and then so so if you felt a little guilty after say snapping at K, wouldn't that say that kind of shows you're a compassionate guy? Yeah. Uh, and you actually care about her, and and you care about her feelings. And so, so is is that true? Yes. And and, and is that powerful that you're, I mean, I haven't known you a little bit, but I would say you're, uh, you're a caring, compassionate, humble, spiritual,
2: right. And I think those things are true that, you know, and and sometimes they can, yeah, it is a good thing, uh, but it also can lead to self-condemnation you know pretty easily too and uh yeah and so i I agree with you
1: so that's where i'd say let's really write that one down it it is true and that's why we wouldn't want to let it go but it can lead to self-condemnation right right yep so so for me that's why i'm asking these questions is i think there's so much value in us focusing on our sin and feeling guilty Uh, And because, honestly, because Christ lives in us and we are spiritual people and we love him and we love one another and we love the people in the world around us and we do see God everywhere, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't make sense for me that we would want to give that guilt up. Yeah. Uh, It does make sense for me. I I was thinking about this driving up here. I just got a chemo infusion. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, wow, chemo's a lot like guilt. Uh, you know, it's it's got an important it's got an important thing. Um, but the um, and and maybe I'll, I'll just finish this really short. Maybe we can follow sure. it up. So chemo's a lot like guilt, and the you know the doctors are the researchers. They figure out the way to give you chemo by determining if it kills you. And so they kill they kill rats with it first, and then they Try it on patients, and then they come up with what the FDA uh, considers the maximum approved dose. Hmm. And so the maximum approved dose of chemo is really strong, and they give that to you to start with, and and you know and st- and then work down. So that if you have really bad side effects, they dial it down. They give you they lower the dosage. So right. so for me, I'm thinking of the maximum approved dose of guilt is 100 percent. Right. When I'm totally, like you said, uh, condemning myself a hundred percent. And I believe a hundred percent that I'm totally deserve to be condemned. Right. And at that point I'm a hundred percent depressed. Right. Uh, so, and, and because of my values are so high, I'm not willing to give that up. But what if, but what if, and this is just, what if we can talk about it on our next podcast? What if, what if, being 100% depressed and feeling 100% guilty is really not what I want because of what you said. Uh, because it leads to so much self-condemnation and that I'm totally um, focused on myself, my sin, other people's sin, and I can't even walk, enjoy the presence of the Lord. So maybe that'd be a good spot to talk about in our next podcast that mm-hmm. of... Uh, what's the possibility of like I've had to do with my chemo uh, I've got really great drugs uh, the dosage is killing me right and so maybe in maybe having a little guilt is uh in the in the equation I don't want to get rid of all of it I could just change the dosage from the maximum uh what do you call it my maximum dosage. approved fda approved dosage that almost kills you to something that i've got fewer side effects, right? Does that make sense? Makes sense. Yeah, i
2: i think you brought that up on the one of the other podcasts too about, you know, dialing it back a little bit to yeah. to bring us into more of a spot where we can actually, you know, enjoy the benefits of what the guilt's producing but at the same time not be, you know, living in condemnation.
1: Maybe. Yeah, and and whatever that ends up looking like is is good for me, but i you could maybe, maybe, you know, some people don't want to dial down at all. I'm okay with that. I think it's, it's obviously given a, there's a benefit and an advantage. And we didn't really talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I'd love to talk more about freedom and freedom from the self-condemnation and guilt that us Christians so often walk in. So you guys have something you'd like to share with to sum us up?
0: Uh, no, I think uh,
1: that sounds good. I
0: think it sounds good.
1: Well, thank you, Noah, for giving us this opportunity and privilege to share our hearts with one another and to be able to take take some cool steps of freedom mm-hmm. uh, and look forward to getting feedback from our listeners. And it is August of 2019, the Men's Retreat is coming up soon in uh, Westcliff, Colorado, and we'd love to invite you to come to that. It's gonna be a small group of guys, so it'll be close and intimate, and and you'll get a chance to talk more about these things. Yeah. Noah will be there. Noah will be there (laughs) teaching and sharing his life and sharing Christ in him. Yes, and if you do
0: wanna sign up, to men's retreat or women's retreat, just go to abidinglife.com. There's a little pop-up that comes up, and just click on that. So, all right, thank you guys. Thank Thanks you for opening up and talking. All right, it's great. See you guys again. Thanks, Thanks. Noah. Bye.